Alright, so I'm about to get the pod started. And then and then we'll just go into what locks you want to run through quick quick NBA. Whatever like locks of the night. I mean it's already six twelve and the first games tip off at seven. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> we got facts, man. But we got we got three eight o'clock games. We got an eight thirty game, a ten o'clock and two ten o'clock games. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm saying I'm looking at it. Hockey's late tonight. Hockey's late. But I got you know, I'm gonna finish it off with locks with that too. Shout out to my Bruins out there in New York, man. It was cooking man. It's my guy at the game. Toby. Hey, what is that? Fuck Ooh. the fly. Fuck the flies, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, hold up. We we gonna kick it off there. We gonna kick it off there. So, why are you saying fuck the flies, bro? What do you mean? They're supposed to win by more than <laughs> more than one. That ass, bro. But they lose by three. I think yeah, they got washed. What was it five to two last night? Yeah, they lost by three, and I lost three hundred. <laughs> DJ Jenny. <laughs> hey, that would have been bucks though. Yo, don't drop it on the pod like that, bro. What? No, give him the math, man. Let him know what it is. It already happened. Bro, you win, you lose. That ass, yo, because you never sent me that oh that win today to add it to the IG. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Oh, I didn't. I definitely screenshotted it. No, facts, I feel you. Yo, yes, honestly. We already pushed it to a ninth day, yo. Stop playing, bro. Give me fucking Lele at home versus Marseille. Leave it to the 90th minute for Jonathan David to score two goals in three minutes. Send it. <laughs> that ass, bro. Nine days. And then we're back tonight fucking cooking. We got the full NBA slate. What's the what's the first lock you're looking at? Talking to me or Artie. What is it? You talking to me or Arthur? Hey, baby. You he did, talking to you though. You I'm rolling right. up right now. You damn right. Yo, I gotta see, I gotta mention who. Like, you know what I mean when I'm fucking but Joe. I'm going uh let's see, man. I like Charlotte. Fred or Moneyline. Charlotte? That's right. Young balls. He <laughs> like young balls. <laughs> Yo, that's but. Dumpster fire of a team right now. That's facts. And Charlotte won the first meeting. Yeah. 120 to 114. You still got no Angela Russell and no Malik Beasley. And uh, Gordon Hayward's probable, so. That's where – did he say he's starting? Because that game's at, uh, at 8. Did he say he's starting yet? Uh, last I saw it was probable. I'm going to check right now, though. That's facts. I'm telling you, man, the soda is flat, baby. <laughs> the soda is flat. Give it to that young ball. <laughs> he's still probable. Game time decision. Okay, you heard it Cody, there first, Joe. Zeller. Zeller's still questionable. See? And last time, Charlotte won, but everyone was healthy. 
Yeah. With those players questionable, it's definitely it makes the whole game questionable. And yeah, where's time, the spread right uh, now? What's that sitting at? Uh, minus three. Minus three? Yeah. For Charlotte? Yeah, it opened at minus one. Yeah, push a little bit. The over-under at 234. You got two teams sitting in the bottom bottom tier of the league. Charlotte giving up 113.5 points per game sitting 23rd. Minnesota sitting 28th in the league, giving up 116. That's wild. I like the under. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's all trying to the to the over. He's just like <laughs> no, but yo, but yeah. if everyone plays, that's Play. that's the key. Last time they played, the Hornets won, but what's it called? Uh, the Timberwolves had Russell and uh, what's his face Beasley. Or at least Beasley. Right. Who's averaging like 20 a game. Yeah, he's been low-key this year. He came over from Denver. Uh, yeah, he's... That's just fire. The next game at 8 o'clock, we got... I Yo, I like Chicago at the New Orleans Pelicans. Facts. That, I, I think that's a, that's a sneaky game. You got New Orleans only minus 230 on the money line. And with the over-under set... That's another one where I think they're both going to put up points. And yeah. what's, cra- what's crazy is the Pelicans lost the first meeting. They gave up almost 130 points to them. And that was just February 10th. Yeah. But uh, the key the key stat in that game, Chicago had fucking 40 points in the third quarter. So that really pushed that shit. It came out at halftime just shooting. Kobe White out there, Zach Levine dropped thirty. Yeah, the Bulls are also nine and two against the spread as a road underdog this season. And that's solid. Yo, they're eight and seven on the road. That's kind of sneaky for a team that's sitting around the middle of the pack. Yeah. Uh, but the Pel- Pelicans, they got ten out of fifteen wins at home. Coming off that win versus Utah, where we both, bro, we locked them in. You gotta You dig what I'm saying? Tonight, though, Utah and uh, Philadelphia. Who, who do you like? Utah, Philadelphia. Ah, shit. That That's game is at seven. Yeah. What's the spread looking like on that one? You have Utah favored by three and a half points, sitting minus 160 on the money line. Philly's plus 140. I don't know, because Utah coming off that loss, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think the value's too good on Philadelphia. Facts. It's a weird season though, because everybody would usually be, you know what I mean, taking it off for that All Star break. And right now, they got a late All Star break. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is when you're in crew control. Tobias Harris is probable. That means he, he can play with. Yeah, and last time they played, uh, Philly he lost. Joel Embiid didn't play. That last time? Yeah. Word. Yeah, I mean, that game was fucking 134 to 123. You talking about their first meeting? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And Philly fucking 15 and 3 at home, yo, that's big. And Utah, respectable 12 and 6 on the road, but coming off that loss to the Pelicans, giving up a buck 29. Yeah. Show out. Show I like out. 
I like the young. I like the young books because you're gonna. You're gonna if Tobias Harris plays, you're gonna have Ingus, um, fucking Tobias Harris. I think that's a mismatch all in itself. Yeah. What do you think of the over under? I like the over. What's it up? Two thirty one. That's it's rough, yo. Because the first game it was so many points, right? So I think that's trending, trending down. Yeah. Especially with Utah coming off a loss. The only reason why they put up so many points is because Pelicans had a shitty defense. I think Utah is another road game facing Philly. Philly's only giving up 110.8. That's, a, that's solid defensively. Puts yeah. them in the top 10. What you say? I said Mitchell got something to prove. He's going to show out every game he can. That's facts. Yo, and honestly, since Shaq said that shit, you've been balling. Utah been balling in general. Yeah. He's yeah, been... yeah, on the back of that man. Facts. Utah averaging 116.4. I think it's going to be tough for them to score in this game. Who you got locked in in this game? Hey, uh. Hey. I think Philly wins outright. Facts? Yeah. Plus 140 on the money line? Yeah, is it one forty still or is it one twenty? No, it's one forty. It is one forty. That's right. Yo, I that Lakers versus Kings. Who do you like, bro? I can already tell you we're gonna have a mix opposites right here. <laughs> but Kings, yo, Kings coming in three and a half point favors. That's just sneaky, bro. I like the Lakers, okay? <laughs> Do you? You like the Lakers to win? Yeah, bro. The Kings would... play no defense, okay, even without LeBron. Um, I still like the Lakers. They got no white side. No Tyrese Halliburton, who's been lighting it up. And uh, Buddy Heald and Jabari Parker could be out as well. What, they questionable? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and they, bro, they just gave up buck 27 to Charlotte. So, but I think the Lakers, though, coming off a of back-to-back, LeBron's out. I don't care. Who's that? Horton Tucker? Horton Tucker. He was kind of bone. Crazy at the beginning of the season. What'd you say? Horton Tucker went crazy at the beginning of the season. Facts. Hold up. Yo, yo, Jeff. Hello? It's the popular. Hey, what's up? Live on the pod, call it. Right. Call, call, call it in. He got called dead ass, yo, because I think he's at work right now. Right. I'll see you, I'll see you. Yeah, bye. I get to work too. All right, I'm off to, to do something today. You said what? I got to go to a job. Facts, brother. Uh, I mean. All right, man. Oh, you already know. They had to dip. So, I'll move back. Cover the rest of the games. 7.30, we got Brooklyn at Houston. I'm going to kind of pick up and finish off where we left off. So, we got Brooklyn at Houston. Brooklyn coming in off that win versus the Spurs when Kyrie missed that game. Only Harden was playing. He turned up. Another triple-double. We locked it in. That was so close of a spread. It was like, come on. And in this game, I think it could get kind of deceiving. You got Brooklyn coming in, right? 
9-1 in their last 10 games, first in the league in scoring. Houston, on the other hand, 25th in the league scoring, only averaging 107.4 points per game and giving up 112.2 points per game, sitting 17th in the league. So kind of mediocre. And in this game, you got the under over. <laughs> over under set at. <laughs> I said the under over. <laughs> send it. Send it. <laughs> but in this game, you got the over under set at 227. Brooklyn Nets favored by 10 and a half points. So being such a huge favorite, Kyrie playing tonight. I think I think they have enough, obviously, to get it done. But I do think Houston will cover. So I'm locking in Houston plus 10 and a half. And then with the over-under set at 227, I think this is a game where it's going to be a tough game scoring. Kyrie back, they think they're going to go straight go off, right? Brooklyn coming off, putting up 124 points without Kyrie. And that's that's the name of the game. So you got to watch out for that. Houston only 11-22 and 22 on the year. 0-10 in their last 10 games. Having lost 12 in a row. I think this is the game where they cover the spread. It's going to be close. But when you got James Harden returning to Houston for the first time, I'm not so sure it's going to be a complete blowout. I think that's what everyone thinks. And I'm going against the grain, locking in Houston, plus 10 and a half. I think we went through the Chicago at New Orleans game. The other game at 8 o'clock, we have Atlanta Hawks on the road versus the Orlando Magic. Atlanta coming in 15 and 20 on the year, 7 and 11 on the road, which around half their wins on the road. They're a mediocre team. They didn't even play all that well versus Miami. Miami just shot the ball horribly, only put up 80 points. And Atlanta won 94 to 80. I think in this game, it's going to be a tough, tough matchup for Atlanta. They're coming in versus an Orlando team who they get after it. They play teams well. They just played Dallas well. And even though they've lost four in a row, sitting 13 and 22 on the year, I think being plus three underdogs, I think they'll probably win this game. But as of late, the underdogs have been hitting, and with the over-under set at 218.5, I think the Magic are going to get after it. I think it'll be a shootout, even though the Magic have so many injuries. And I'm going to take the over 218.5, and Magic plus three. I think they'll play well, but you, Ice Trey, you already know Ice Trey out there bowling. So... See, that's crazy. I just got a notification. Whenever you hear a pause, I just got a notification, right? <laughs> so I just seen a Barcelona social admin clearly keeps receipts after ripping old severe tweet. See? The, oh, bro. You have these higher-ups at Barcelona just on the Twitter game. That's just mad funny. But back to this game. Atlanta, I don't think they'll cover. I'm going to take Orlando plus three on the spread, lock it in, and I'm going to take the over 218.5. I think both teams are going to put up numbers. Both teams have been scoring pretty well, and with Bogdanovich back for Atlanta, that's huge. So 
If you have to lock in anything, lock in the over 218. And then with the Magic plus three, I think that's a solid pick. We went through the Charlotte at Minnesota game. What's the next one? See? Next one on the slate at 830, we got the Oklahoma City Thunder on the road versus the Dallas Mavericks. In this game, we got OKC coming in off that 126-96 loss versus Denver. To lose at home versus Denver that bad. And Denver is dealing with all the injuries with Millsap out. Gary Harris always injured, which is which is tough. And I hope when he returns, he don't get injured again. We're going to knock on wood for that. But with Dallas favored by four and a half points in this game, OKC coming off that loss, I don't think OKC has what it takes to keep up with Dallas. We're going to take Dallas minus four and a half on the spread. And with the over-under set at 220, I think this one could get tough because OKC, they play decent defense. They give up a buck 12 per game, sit middle of the pack. But scoring-wise, we've seen Dallas have tough scoring games, even though they just put up a buck 30 versus Orlando. I think playing OKC, and especially OKC losing by 20 points, they're going to want to come out there. They're going to want to play hard. And Dallas 8-2 and two in their last couple games. I think they'll they'll pull out covering the spread. But I'm going to stay away from the over-under at 220. I think it could get tough for both teams to score in this game. But I will lock in Dallas to cover, especially with being 8-8 eight and eight at home, coming off two straight wins and 8-2 and two over their last 10 games. So lock in Dallas, minus 4.5, and, and stay away from the over-under at 220. See, the 10 o'clock game, we started chopping it up a little bit earlier, but we got the Lakers at Sacramento. LeBron's out for this game, getting his first rest of the year. We took, bruh, shout out the High Stakes Takes podcast. Deadass, let's give it up. And we coming in on Pump Day. Send it. That shit's lit. Send the bongos. Could we pull up for that? Pull up a little something for that. So, High Stakes takes coming off another parlay hitter last night. Phoenix was the last leg to it. We took the Hurricanes money line. We took Tampa Bay money line. We took Atlanta on the spread. They ended up blowing them out. And we took Phoenix plus one thinking they were going to win. Because Phoenix is, bro, they play well. They have a solid road record. And even though playing the Lakers on the road, I think, like, we were, we were thinking Booker, Chris Paul, Aiton, he plays soft sometimes. But with, especially with Anthony Davis out, I thought it would get tough for the Lakers. Ended up being a close game throughout until pretty much the fourth quarter where they just extended the lead to double digits. And for a couple eight buckets by LeBron, it was, it was basically a blowout and they controlled the game. But what had me sketched out, and I was straight like, bruh, D-Book, he got ejected in, I think, the third quarter, early in the third, too. Got two quick technicals. That boy said, get out of here. Told him to send it. Like, it was straight, straight crickets. 
in the room I was in, bro. I was like, there's no way. These three teams hit already, and we got Phoenix, who's dominating the game, should win. But all of a sudden, Devin Booker gets fucking ejected. Like, there's no chance I'm about to lose off that. So shout out Phoenix. Locking in the 14 parlay plus 890 odds. Send it. And you can check out all the latest hitters on Twitter at Fantasy Moons or at Robin, capital I, capital I, underscore, underscore. Check out all the latest highlights. And if you want to catch the highlights firsthand where we drop all the content first, it's on the Instagram at Armoney, underscore, underscore. We post clips of each game where we have hitters. And even our losses, we post some highlights with every clip. And I think it's a, it's something dope we're doing. We just started doing it. And once we actually lock it into pristine condition, bro, these highlights along with the hitters, having that shit animated and whatnot, I think, think we could really be up to something. So go check out all the latest content on the social medias. And make sure you give it a follow. Tell your friends about it. Deadass, this is this podcast is just like it's early, bro. We like three weeks in. We ain't even out our rap yet. Deadass. We still gotta be wrapped up so we don't get cold. Like, we early in this motherfucker. I cannot wait to see where it goes. And it's already progressed so much. Like I'm thinking HST Productions. I'm thinking we already got logos mapped out. We got merch coming. Make sure you stay tuned and it's it's something big. I cannot wait. And we're just scratching the surface. So, to get back to the locks, the last game at 10. Actually, do we give you the lock for that, Lakers? I, th- I think that's sketchy, honestly. I'm going to stay away from that. You got the over-under in that game sitting at 223.5. Lakers coming off that loss. The Kings will probably win. But the Lakers still play good defense, and LeBron is not the whole team. So, ah, missing LeBron and Anthony Davis, I think. I think if you go Kings, it might it might bite you in the ass with the parlays. So, I think both teams will get after it scoring wise, and especially with the Lakers, you don't have to always feed LeBron the ball. Even bro, he dropped what thirty eight last night. Let's give it up to LeBron, and especially. In that loss, he was out there balling. But tonight, they don't have to always feed him the rock. And I think them moving the ball around, they'll get some type of flow going, and each team will put up points, especially the Kings being one of the worst, actually the worst defense, giving up 120 points per game. So I'm looking for the over to hit in that game. Stay away from winners. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers win. So I'm locking in the over 223. High stakes takes a bubba back with another one. And that that wraps it up. Actually, no. We got one more. Come on, brother, man. We got one more game at 10 o'clock. We got Golden State Warriors on the road versus the Portland Trailblazers, bro. This is a game where I think this this could get spooky. This is that late game, right? It's that late game hitter on ESPN. Golden State coming in 19 and 16 on the year, but only 7 and 10 on the road. Off getting blown out versus the Lakers, 117 to 91. So you see how this shit goes in basketball. Lakers blow out Golden State. 
end up getting beat pretty bad. Basically, half the game without D-Book by the Suns. So, you see how that shit goes. So far this year, Golden State and Portland, their head-to-heads tied. Both games were in Golden State. But McCollum and Nurkic were both healthy. And for this game, Draymond Green is questionable. It's the first time I've seen him on the injury report since he missed the first, what, six games of the year? Or the beginning of the year? It's the first time I've seen him pop up on the injury report. So, I'm going to be careful. I just got the notification. Bruins, Capitals at 7 o'clock on NBCSN. I cannot wait. We're going to send you hitters for that. And if the Bruins going down early, bro, guess what? I'm sending it, taking the money line. You already know it. You already know it. You think I'm betting against pasta, bro? You think I'm betting against a dangle top, Chad? There's no possibility. So, the lock for this game. I think you could throw out both. Both the first games. Especially McCollum and, Ner- and Nurkic were both healthy. And the Draymond Green, make sure you tune in. And find out if he's in the starting lineup or not. But with Draymond Green, questionable for this game. I think... Shit. I think Portland, I think Portland could get it done. This is a game, especially, and that's how that's how this shit goes with picks in sports games, man. It's what I started to notice. Like McCollum and Nurkic, all right, they played the first guy, first game, and they won one and lost one. So they played them well. They're coming off a 123-111 victory versus Charlotte where they covered the plus eight, I mean minus eight spread. Nine and six at home. Shit. This is gonna this is gonna get tough. But with Draymond out, he's he got that basketball IQ. I think that's gonna be a big loss for Golden State tonight. Let's see, let's see. We got Golden State favored by a point and a half. So it's close. But I think Portland. I think Portland coming in. Nine and six at home. They're six and four in their last ten games, but that's along the lines of Golden State also. Sitting ninth in the league. Both teams averaging a buck fourteen per game scoring wise. But Portland's defense giving up a buck fifteen. That's that's tough. That's tough. But Golden State on the road. Just got blown out versus the Lakers. I think Portland will come in. They're gonna play him tough. I don't know if they'll get the win. And taking a plus one point five if you you're not sure it's kind of dumb but both teams scoring is crazy if Draymond's out opens up a lot more scoring opportunities for both teams oh, shit let's see see now now I should I probably shouldn't make a lock for this one but I'll still add it to the record sit and see a, a smooth 60% let's give it up for high stakes take productions and we're getting the team together. Shout out Joe. Shout out RDGs. Shout out Baller. Deadass. Getting the team together. And high stakes take, bro. Come on. Come on. Send it. Send it. Hit the gong. So this game, I'm going to lock in. I think Portland will win. I'm going to go with my gut. And I'm going to take Portland plus 1.5. And if they lose by a point, send it. Send it. That's a, that'd be awful. 
But if they lose by a point, send it. And that wraps it up for the NBA locks. Let's kick things over to the ice. Where we at with it? Kick things over to the ice where we got Bruins at home. Minus 150 on the money line. Okay. Both teams 12 and 5 on the year. Washington lost one more in overtime. Head to head so far. Tied up 1 1. Boston has one overtime loss. So Boston plays a hell of a game versus them. They're up 8 7 on goal difference. So having 15 goals in two games, that's solid. That's on pace to hit the over six goals, which is at minus 115 odds. But I think that this one might be a tougher game. Might might be a little tougher. You got Washington coming off four straight wins. Boston off off one win. Washington, oh, that's sneaky. That's Washington first in the league. Averaging 3.6 goals per game. That's just gas. I did not realize that, but with Ovechkin, bro, they have Kuznetsov out there wilding. So shout shout out Washington. This game, this game's gonna be tough. But actually, who's starting between the pipes? If if Halak's starting between the pipes, you can lock in the over. All day. Think that shit might get spooky. So between the pipes, who who's starting? Bruins went from minus one fifty to now minus one sixty odds. So heavy favorite in this game. I think that's sketchy though. See, that's how that's how it goes. Charlie Coyle out tonight. COVID-19 protocols. Make sure you keep that in mind. Yaroslav Halak. He, he's leading the Bruins in save percentage, but I think that's a little deceiving. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, shit. Zidane Chara returning to Boston for the first time. That's get. I think this one could get spooky for the, for the Bruins. I think they'll put up goals. Especially because Washington sits 28th in the league with a .889 save percentage. And they give up three goals a game. But I think think you got to stay away from winners. I fuck with Boston, but shit. I'm going to stay away from winners in this one. I could easily see Washington winning. So I'm going to lock in the over six goals. And I'm going to stay. Yeah, I have to stay away from winners. I want to bet Boston so bad, but don't add them to the parlay. The next game we got at 8 o'clock, we got Toronto at Edmonton. Edmonton coming in 14-10 and 10 on the year. Haven't lost their past two games, but facing a Toronto team, 17-14 and 14 on the year. Bro, that's a lot of losses. That is a lot of losses. No, see, I'm wild. <laughs> I said 17-14. They're 17-4 and four on the year. That is, bro, give it up for Toronto. Out there balling. Austin Matthews, bro, he's such a savage. They're third in the league, averaging 3.5 goals per game. And the defense is playing right up to par. You have 
their goals against, fifth in the league with only giving up 2.3. And with their save percentage sitting at 0.914%, sitting sixth in the league, I think that's this is brewing up for them to get their fourth win in a row. They're already leading the head-to-head four, one, and one, which they have an overtime loss, but they're up 19 and 12 on goal difference, and they're coming off back-to-back shutouts. So to shut Edmonton out two times in a row, I think the third time could get spicy. I think this will hit the over, so we're going to lock in over six and a half. People are probably going to be betting the under, especially because Edmonton's been shut out two times in a row. But with Toronto, I'd stay away from the puck line with them favored by a goal and a half. And I was about to say a puck and a half. (laughs) But you got to go with Toronto. You got to go with Toronto. I'm going to take them. This is even odds. This is a pick game. I'm going to take Toronto. Minus 110 on the money line, and I'm going to take the over six and a half goals, which the over is the slight underdog at minus 105. The next game we got at 930, we got the St. Louis Blues on the road versus Anaheim Ducks. St. Louis coming into the game, minus 145 on the money line. Facing Anaheim, who's sitting underdogs at plus 125, coming in having lost seven in a row. Come on, bro. We ain't sending no bongos for that. How you lost seven in a row? That That is insane. And then right now, they're head-to-head meetings. St. Louis has won all three of them. But coming off a 5-4 victory versus Anaheim, they did end up putting up goals in the last game. But Anaheim's sitting down 15-6 to on goal difference. So four out of their six. Four out of their six games total, six goals total in three games have came in that last game. So it's a little deceiving for Anaheim. With the Oba under sitting at five and a half, I'm going to stay away from it, even though St. Louis will probably put up enough to cover that, given Anaheim scores one. I could easily see a 5-1 game, but St. Louis coming off back-to-back wins. Sitting eighth in the league scoring-wise, averaging 3.3 goals per game. And their goals against and their save percentage sitting in the bottom, bottom third tier of the league. Anaheim's a little bit better defensively, but Anaheim second to last scoring wise, only averaging 2.1 goals a game. So I'm going to stay away from the over under. And with St. Louis, let's see, let's see if the line changed because I was looking at that early on. They were minus 145 favorites. That, I could easily see in that. Shift to minus minus one sixty. So let's let's give you the live update, latest line at the High Stakes Six podcast. Let's get to it. And oh my god, are we locked in or are we locked in, bruh? St. Louis Blues now favored by minus one sixty. Send it. You see it? We just did, bro. I had no clue that shifted. That is ridiculous. You, I think you probably hear me shifting through fucking pages and whatnot. Clicking, <laughs> tapping my phone and shit. If y'all only seen the setup, dead ass. This shit's hilarious. And it's gonna be hilarious to look back and see what we came from to where I want to grind to be. And I know it's gonna be a grind. And it, shit ain't gonna be easy. Shit ain't gonna be easy, but I think we got something cooking, son. I think we got something cooking. 
Let's get it. Get the drum roll out, cause we we on our way. I'm trying to dig what I'm saying. I can spot something to that. So we locking in St. Louis minus 160 on the money line. And that's the game at 9.30. On to the last three games at 10 o'clock. See, it's, this is right right before 7. I got to make sure I get my live locks in. I'm, I'm going to do it after we go through these games. So we got Arizona on the road versus the Kings. Over under set at five and a half goals. With the over plus 115 underdog, I do, I'm staying away from the over under. Kings have won both their both their meetings so far, but they do have one overtime win. So Arizona has played them tough. And Arizona is actually the favorite in this game at minus 120, even though they're coming off two straight losses and they have a total of 12 losses on the year with three coming in overtime. So... I think this one's tough. You got each team sitting in the middle of the pack. The only stat that really stands out to me is the Kings with that 90.913 save percentage sitting seventh in the league. So they're solid between the pipes, but scoring-wise, each team is middle of the pack. You got Kings averaging three goals a game. That's 17th, which is... Any given night, they could put up some goals. Any given night, they could only put up one or two. And the same thing goes with Arizona. A little worse, sitting 22nd in the league, only averaging 2.7 goals per game. So I'm going to stay away from it. This game definitely looks like a deceiving game. Both teams coming off two straight losses with similar records. So stay away from that Arizona Kings game. And the next one, see, this is one where we're going to lock it in. Minnesota at the Vegas Knights. Vegas Knights favored minus 140 in this game. How's that shifted? See, they're now minus 145 favorites, so that's sketchy. They're coming in off three straight victories, sitting 13-4-1 on the year. And they beat Minnesota in the last game, 5-4 in overtime. And I think this is something where Granted, that was a close game. They had to come back. But they gave up all four of those goals in the second period. So I think that was just something where you have an off period sometimes, right? That ass. Like, that's how it goes for goalies. Doesn't matter if it's Marc-Andre Fleury or it's fucking Anton Kudobin or Malcolm Subban. It doesn't matter. You have an off night and sometimes you even have off periods. So we're going to take... Vegas Golden Knights, minus 145, and that's with, that would have been a blowout versus Minnesota if they didn't give up those four in that second. Like, say they only give up two, even three goals in a period is kind of wild business. But we're going to lock in Vegas Golden Knights, minus 140, and with both teams in the top five in save percentage and in the top seven in goals against, we're going to stay away from the over-under. Especially with the last game hitting nine goals total. I think this that brews perfectly for this game to hit the under. So I'm going to stay away from it. But I would not be surprised if the under does hit in this game. But high stakes takes lock. Lock in. Vegas Golden Knights. The last game at 10 o'clock. Colorado at the San Jose Sharks. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. Colorado 
minus 220 favorites. I think they were about the same favorite in the last game. But, bruh, they beat them twice. Up 10-3 on goal difference in two games versus the Sharks. And guess what? They go on the road to the Sharks in the last game and give up six goals, bruh. Six goals. And I knew it. I wanted to lock in Colorado. They would have fucked up my parlay. Being such crazy, crazy favorites. Only giving up 2.3 goals a game. Sitting fourth in the league. They look like they're locked in. They look like they're skating on all cylinders, bro. And <laughs> I don't even know if you can say that, bro. But they are. They out there just straight dangling. Landing Skog. Bro, they out there balling. Balling on the ice. You dig what I'm saying? So, they're probably going to win this game. But you have to stay away from... You have to stay away from winners. Especially Sharks putting up six. It's tough. Sharks have a horrible defense. But with the actually with the goals, with the total goals between both teams, each team score, scoring over five in each game. Well, over five in at least one of the games. I think they each have an opportunity. San Jose Sharks, bro, they're giving up 3.6 goals a game. 0.882 save percentage. I don't even know if y'all can hit, bro. Can you hear that car outside? I hope it's a Hellcat revving its engine. Dead ass. But with San Jose Sharks defense so bad and each team averaging over three goals a game, I think we're going to lock in over six goals and definitely stay away from winners because we've seen Colorado, big favorite in the last game, lose 6-2 to two on Monday. So stay away from that. And that's the high stakes take locks. I already know we dropping this a little late, but there's so many late games. Make sure you locked in. Make sure you're hitting. We on a nine-day streak. Shout out Lille or Lille. I don't even know how you say it over in League One. Out there balling. Shout out Donathan David. Two goals in a couple minutes. After, bruh, you scored in the 90th twice? Shout out that man. That ass, the Canadian. He's a beast. But, shit, 7 o'clock games. Now, we, now we're going to go make our locks. I said shit because, y'all, I forgot about this. Forgot about this. We got over Utah 76ers, Indy Cleveland. See, I make the locks for y'all before I even do it for me fully. Pistons, Raptors, good. So there's no good games. We're going to stay away from it. Let's see. See, Kings, Lakers. Let's see how this goes. Golden State versus the Blazers. Oh, that has now shifted from point and a half to two points. That's wild business. I do think that Charlotte and Timberwolves is going to hit the over. And I do think Dallas is going to beat OKC. So, that's going to be my two locks. I'm going to take Charlotte. Actually, I'm going to take the over 234 and a half in that game. I'm going to take Dallas Mavericks. See, we're putting... This is the parlay of the night. Wednesday night life. Wednesday night life parlay. Let's get to it. Lock it in. Lock it in. Lock it in. Send the bongos. You already know. And pop this champagne. 
and we get into it. Let's see what we got in the Chelsea. sleep. See, we got a couple minutes before before that shit starts. Because technically, game start, and this is a little advice too, or a little tip. Yo, games that start at 7 o'clock in the NHL or whatever, whatever time it says it starts, it's actually eight minutes after until you can get your locks in. So say your game starts at 7, you get locks in until 7.08. Or if it's in the NBA, you only got five minutes after their projected tip-off time. So make sure you keep that in mind if you ever running it to the bare bones. Right to the... Right to the, oh my God, I swear, 708, that puck drops over in Boston, bro. You already know we locking in the bed at 707. Send it, send it. If I can find the fucking, the hockey, there it is. Over six goals. Blues Ducks. Give me the, give me the blues. We said Golden Knights minus one forty-five. Colorado and the San Jose Sharks. Give me the over. Lock it in. That's that's what it is. Plus fourteen hundred odds. Let's see what we can do with it. Let's see what we can do. With it, lock it in. Hot stakes is back again. And on that note, you know how we're going to end the show. We didn't quite kick it off. Shout out Blunted Beats. We didn't quite kick it off with them. But you know we're going to end the show with them. Shout out Blunted Beats on YouTube. Make sure to go check out all the instrumentals. And it's fire. And shout out to Sean too. He be making instrumentals. And... I, I keep telling him to get the page. Get the page, bro. You will blow up. You are nice. And you have the mind for it. Grind it and you never know what could come with it. So on that note, we out. And that's love.